for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Happy Friday, everybody. Today is St. Paddy's Day, March 17th, 2023, and... A lot of people are probably listening to this, probably heading to the bar maybe, getting some green beer today. I could see that. I mean, I can, I'm can. i going to be drinking some green beer tomorrow. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're getting to the festivities tomorrow, Saturday. So, um, yeah. I mean, you got green on. I got green on right now. Hey, I mean, we're ready. There it is. Right there. You know, um, <laughs> today is a Friday episode with Greg Litzinger, the bow hunting fiend. Uh, David was actually not on this episode with me. It's, it's we Greg and I recorded it a while ago, and uh, just now being able to roll it out, we've had a lot of podcasts in the bank, and you know, getting to the point now. So, um, but this is a good one, Greg. <laughs> he had last his last bow season. Uh, he he quantifies it as the best worst season he's ever had. He was like full draw, like four or five times on good bucks, and never released an arrow. Um, but. Uh, Greg is a super good deer hunter. He's from uh, New Jersey and does a lot of his hunting up there and uh, or over there, I should say. But uh, does a lot in salt marshes and on public land, and, and he's good at it. So and he's a good dude. So I can't wait to for you guys to hear this. Yeah, I I really like Greg. You know, I've I've known Greg through social media. You know, following back and forth. But you know, got to meet Greg last year you know, 2022 up at the Michigan tack event. And, uh, you know, it's funny, you meet guys like that and, you know, what he hunts is completely different than what I hunt. But when you start breaking it down, we have a lot of similarities. You know what I mean? We're not that much different. We're just hunting a little bit different States, a little bit different terrain, a lot of the same tactics and actually see some of the, some of the same things, you Mm -hmm. know, in certain times of the year. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And this, this is going to be, I mean, we're not going to be long on this intro today. We we're, we are going to do a question of the week. Uh, we'll roll that in here in a little bit. But, yeah, basically pretty straightforward. Good podcast, good conversation uh, with Greg. So 
I know you guys will enjoy it, but uh, we're going to rip through some partners real quick. Helix Broadheads, uh, you know, we talk about them every week. You guys have seen all the footage and a lot of the deer that I've killed with them. David's going to be supporting these things going into this next fall. But um, Helix Broadheads, they're, they're awesome heads. You can use the FJ2 or the FJ4. You can use the code FALLHX10 at checkout if you would like to, uh, to buy some. You can get a one-pack or you can get a three-pack. A one-pack, I think it's $24.99. I believe just if guys want to try them out. Um, the thing I like about these things is obviously they're they're built like brick shit houses, but um, you know I love running them through a target out summer and then just you know they have a sharpener as well and you can sharpen those bad boys back up and just keep shooting them and uh, that's that's awesome to me. So um, really, if you really want to save money in the long run, you can buy a three pack of these and shoot them for a long time. Um, that that's a big selling point for me. Oh, yeah. Good broadheads, but even better people, man. The good guys over there. Speaking of the good people, they also own America's Best Bowstrings. Uh, Bryant over there, um, he's the marketing director, and, and Tim, and Christine, and Jerry, and I know I'm missing a whole bunch of them, and I'm very sorry, but all of them are uh, great people to work with. They're hard workers. They put out a great product with Helix and ABB. So if you guys are looking for a new string... Uh, platinum premium or pursuit series use the code the fall at america's best bowstrings.com to save yourself some money there next is uh, latitude outdoors you can use the code the fall podcast all one word to save some money on uh, any accessories any classic saddles um any ropes stuff like that any merch that you want like a cool hat like this it's a leather patch hat it's pretty sweet um yeah go to latitudeoutdoors.com and check that out also, Exodus Trail Cams. It's getting to be the point where some people might be putting cameras out for turkey season. I know some people that do use cameras for turkey season and or, you know, just starting to think about cameras for next season. Um, they've got the new Rival out, which is a budget-friendly cell cam, and then, you know, the Render. They come with a five-year warranty, awesome customer service, and uh, like you said, David, great people uh, with Helix and ABB. Also great people, Chad and, and Jake, Chad Sylvester and Jake Hofer and Cameron Durr. And um, I know there's a, other people in the office as well. I don't know them personally. Those are just the three that I do know. But I do know all of them are awesome people and, and really take pride in what they do in their company. So check them out, exodusoutdoorgear.com. Method Archery, if you guys are looking for new arrows, tax are getting ready to roll here. Uh, David and I just got some new arrows in from Method Archery. Go on there, use their arrow builder, and uh, use the code FALL10 to save some money there. Garmin bow sights. You guys know how much I love my Garmin. Uh, and then G5 Prime. If you guys are looking for a new bow, it's never too late. Go try the RevX. We're shooting the twos this year. You can shoot the fours or the sixes, I believe. Sixes, right? Yep. And, yep, uh, you got it. So you can check out all the different colors and, and different SKUs and what they got. So you're going to like that bow. So that's uh, that's keeping the lights on for you. So, David, let's get into this question. Um, I've got a question today submitted from Instagram. Right. And okay. um, I'm going to say the guy's name. I don't know him personally. Thank you very much. But his name is Mike Schulte. Um, I think that's his last name. But thank you, Mike, for submitting a question. And... Uh, here is the question. Okay, David. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Time out. What? Are we both answering this one then? We're going to do this. 
Yeah, we'll both answer it. Let's do it. Yep. Yeah, we'll both answer it. So, all right. You obviously have your home state to hunt, okay? We're going to just kind of put that on the back burner right now, though. Okay, so you have your own home state of Michigan to hunt. Would you rather either have one out-of-state place on private that's 300 acres that you can control, whatever happens there, or two, have two states out-of-state hunts that are public? So it's either hunt one out-of-state hunt that's 300 acres private that you can control or go to any other two states and hunt only public. Do I get to pick what state it is for the the private? No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. What's What's the private state? The private state is Wisconsin. And what's my two public states? Indiana. And Tennessee. <laughs> that, that's a good one. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't think that was coming. Um, that's a good question. Uh, um, damn, it's good. I'm trying to think. You know, it's. Oh shit! I, I'm gonna answer it. I'm gonna answer for me. You, you can think. Okay. Oh man, it's well. I'm trying to. Okay, go ahead. I'm going. Go ahead. I'm going two states of public. Okay. Reason? Exploring new places. I've yet to kill a public land deer. I uh, have. I really, actually, have only sat twice on public land. Um, as I sit here right now, I am. I am uh, ready to be challenged on the public out of state. Out of state public. Not saying I won't do it in Michigan, but I'm ready to be challenged on it. And uh, I've always thought it'd be cool to to hunt deer in Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. So I I I have I have a really good buddy, uh, one that I actually hope to have here on the podcast soon. That uh, lived in Tennessee for a while and did some uh, deer hunting there. And he says quite often that he would love to go back there and, and do some hunting. Um. Okay. So I think I'm leaning. I lean towards the same answer as you, uh, for a little bit different reasons. You know, I've, I, um, I've done a lot of out of state, all my out of state hunting has been on public, uh, but just for the fact of like seeing something new, having two tags, but family wise, it's probably more realistic for me to have, you know, just kind of one out of state tag, you know, to do two trips and, you know, devote, um, a true effort towards it, you know, the, the one out of the one, you know, the, the piece in Wisconsin that would be private, that would probably work out for my family a little better. But, uh, if I was looking for a, like to, a fun season where I could look back at it and I was like, damn, that was a good time. It'd probably be the two bucks state yeah. or the two States. Yeah. Yep. So cool. that's, that's probably what I'm going to go with. If, if, you know, if there's no obligations where it controls time, I would take the two for sure. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that that's cool. I, I love these questions and, and thank you, Mike, for submitting that guys. We need more. I mean, just keep hitting us. We got them coming in, but shoot us some more that that's uh these are always fun. I got ripped apart on social media the other day on one and I, I you, you're the one that showed me about, or told me the, Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I seen it. I saw the guy's comment. And you know, and I don't really, I mean, I look at, actually, no, I don't. I mean, 
you know, every once in a while, if there's not too many comments, I'll look at them. But like, they don't really bother me. If you get start, if you yeah. start getting bothered by the comments, it's like, you know, it's just gonna eat you alive. I really do not worry about it. Um, if you don't like me, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stop listening. Yeah. You know, yeah, that that's the thing though. <laughs> They're listening. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's yeah. listened. Because the person uh, refer, referenced a podcast that I did a long time ago. And, um, uh, yeah, you know, thanks for your download. Or thanks for your listen. Thanks for your number. Thanks for taking the time to uh, live in your mom's basement and uh, write on your um, keyboard to, to you know, really tell me how you felt. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. He, he probably felt pretty good after, about himself afterwards. Oh, I'm sure he hit enter and he's like... <sighs> Okay. He can go upstairs and eat meatloaf then. Yeah. Either that or go throw some rouge on himself or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's not go down that road. But thank you guys to all you loyal listeners. Thank you very much for all the downloads and, you know, all the support. Honestly, it's awesome. Um, we've got a lot of the one or we got almost all the one giant mistake episodes up on YouTube. Uh, we just came out with one on Tuesday that was a 250 inch buck. That uh, cost a human $28,000. So if you haven't listened to it, it's pretty intriguing. But a lot of people are asking where they can see the footage. It's on the Fall Podcast YouTube channel. So as the story lays out in the podcast, um, you can see the shot and everything. Uh, It's really cool. So go check that out. Subscribe to the podcast channel. Um, Also, a little update on the the merch. Uh, We are doing a pre-order for the One Giant Mistake t-shirts. Um, if you guys want some, we've, we've had quite a few orders so far, but we're running them until Tuesday. So the Tuesday coming around here will be the last day you can pre-order for that. But then, uh, a step further with the stuff that's going to be on the website. So I talked to, uh, our printer this week. I'm getting quantities over to him for the designs that we're going to be doing. He's got to order that stuff in and then it's, it's been a slow process, but he's got to order that stuff in. He's going to print off each garment for a test print because I want to see it. David and I both want to see it uh, and approve it. And then he's going to print everything else and then we're going to roll. So um, I was hoping by April, it still might be by April, but if not, it might be like middle of April time that we're going to go live with that. Everybody's been asking. I appreciate your patience. They're coming. Um, And once once we have it, then it'll be a well-oiled machine. So uh, that's just a little update on that front. Um, other than that, hope you guys have a lot of fun this weekend. You know, St. Patty's Day, be safe. You know, if you drink, don't drive, obviously. Um, but, yeah, have fun. And I know you guys like this interview with Greg. So thank you guys very much. And here's this interview with Greg. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Fall Podcast. And we are at ATA Show 2023, Wednesday, day one. We're actually wrapping up day one here. Yeah. And, uh, you got here late, so... I'll I did. Get, <laughs> Greg, Greg Litzinger is with me, by the way. We are in the ABB and Helix booth, and uh, you you got in like last night. Yeah, yeah. So you, but you had some delays. Yeah, Newark Airport. Thumbs up. <laughs> United. Are you Thumbs flying up. Delta? Or are you flying United? Now, see, that's why you gotta yeah. fly Delta. <laughs> <laughs> you must fly Delta. Yes. I got a lot I'm of flying whatever's through. cheapest. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I got and honestly, I mean, all the flying I've done for the last ten years, I haven't had to pay for 
you know, it's been great. And I get to rack miles up, so why not, right? It's part, <laughs> of, the, uh, it's part of the business, I guess. Yeah. No, we're here day one. Like I said, we're going to be podcasting for the next, or I am going to be podcasting for the next two days. Greg has been, God, we've been pretty good, decent friends for the last, yeah. I don't know. You're one of my first guests, actually, probably within oh. the top 20. Yeah, I think so, maybe. yeah. You were, uh, yeah, it's right when I was kind of starting off as well yeah so anybody that doesn't know greg's name he's the bow hunting fiend on social media on instagram and stuff like that you're out in jersey jersey south boy south, south jersey. jersey sorry yes, yes. sorry that's there, me there's being a line where it's ignorant it's yeah. me being ignorant <laughs> to the fact of jersey but yeah. um how was your year this year the best worst season i could ask for you know full draw four times on good bucks on good bucks on different bucks yeah um uh, and no shots so but the one is my fault because i didn't practice shooting distance this year i had why didn't you you said you didn't practice shooting distance after tack i didn't shoot past 40 well i really didn't either i got no reason i got no one to blame but myself for not (laughs) killing that deer he was at 48 50 range standing broadside just doing what deer do right I had him at 15 in the thicket. He wouldn't stop moving. <laughs> so then he comes across this open thing at, you know, 45, 50, broad, wide open, just slow, taking just not his time. And I'm what like, time of year is this? This was November 17th. And you're 16th. not a November guy. No. You hate Hope. November. I had three, drew back three times in November, which is, it's a winning, like, it's a win for me. It really is. And I had a buck come in. You know, right at gray light, you know, sun's breaking up. He's coming in, and eight yards, it's too dark to shoot. Really? And that's pretty much been the last good deer I've seen. How, how like, what kind of caliber was the buck that you, on the 17th that you went full draw on? Maybe 120, which was one of the bigger deers I've actually had on camera. I didn't have many big deer on camera this year. It was a rough, I don't know if the drought, we had a real bad drought in Jersey. So I think that had a lot to play with this antler development. Really? I didn't get, I have one deer one pope caliber deer on on camera a true pope you know mm-hmm. probably mid 130s low 130s yeah i'll tell you what man that was me though this year as well in michigan it just believe it or not the biggest deer i had on camera was on public and he probably went mid 130s yeah. as a 10 mm-hmm. and but i mean all the deer on camera and private and stuff i think my biggest deer is like i put him at like 115 yeah you know and usually every year doesn't matter if it's on my ag country efforts, my big wood stuff, uh, we're going to get a true Pope and Young yeah. 130s. This year, same kind of thing just didn't happen. Yeah, like last year, I I had a boatload of deer that were, you know, easily 120 plus. I mean, countless, numerous. Yeah. And we had a cold December and January during our gun season. And I think a lot of them got, you know, taken out because we had extreme cold last year. Mm-hmm. Did you see that this year a lot of your deer – get shot like just at you know gun season and everything like a lot of them you don't did you get any to live <laughs> you know what i mean the biggest deer i got on camera right now is a no brow six pointer since mid-december yeah. actually well no I, I did see a, a bigger buck but it was a piece i don't normally hunt yeah you know um so that's uh another piece i want to look into because right. i was surprised you know it was he made it through gun season he was big deer really so i i have prospects for next year you know but 
with public, you don't know what you're going to get, you know? You don't, dude. And it's so, I don't know, the whole public game, dude. <laughs> I've been going back and forth yeah. on it. I scout so much of it in the spring and the off season, and then it comes to season, you know, you get I had a good deer. And this is just me being me and, like, not wanting pressure. And you show up, and it's like, here's a whole bunch of pressure. Yeah. You know, on, and not even hunting pressure. I'm talking, like, uh, I mean, like, grouse hunters and stuff like that but i'm talking about side-by-side guys like yeah. driving side-by-sides and dirt bikes and yeah. shit like that and i'm like the fun ah. stuff yeah. yeah and i just i don't like that and I, I i got to the point too when when that happened when i rolled up there it's like last week of september i pulled all my cameras and i had a big yeah. deer i don't mid 130s up there and i'm like yeah not worth it man yeah it's so. i mean public it's it, it's it comes, it's ebbs, ebbs, yeah, ebbs and flows. Yeah, it's it's good, then it's not. Yeah, it's good, then it's not. And last couple of years has been really good. I've just been just messing up, overthinking, over just making wrong choices. Yeah. And this year I made better choices, but the deer, the caliber deer weren't there, but they're older deer. You know, mm-hmm. you can tell by body size, you know, right. a bigger deer versus, you know, a year and a half, two and a half. So yeah. I was on good deer, just still got two weeks, but... I Pretty cashed out, are you, by this time? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try and go shoot some does. Uh, let off the bucks a little bit. I think I'm just burnt out from the bucks, so I'm just going to just go have some fun. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What did you do differently this year? Did you change anything up this year from previous years of like maybe your approach or your how you're trying to, I don't know, navigate scouting I, in season or I, anything like that? I think I scouted more in season. Like I, I did probably in the month of September and October, I probably had 10 or 12. I'm going to go hunt in the evening. You know, midday, go out midday, scout, find no sign, and the back of the truck at dark. And still hunt my way out because it's just not there, like no rubs, no big tracks. So it's like I'm not going to – I want to try and hunt that sign like I used to. And it's right. just, It just was not there this year. Like I struggled – I didn't find a big rub until like way after I should have found the big rub. So it's like either I was just looking in the wrong spot or the patches of Laurel I was in were just – I was 100 yards, you know, too far one way or another was did you see a big drastic change in like pressure 
from year to year? Like, is that why there wasn't the sign in the there, areas you wanted to be? The one spot had three new ladder stands. And when I say one spot, it's probably a 100-acre piece. There was no human sign the last two years. Those three new ladder stands. So really? I kind of wrote that piece off, which was a really – I spent two years working on that piece. I was like, man, I got it dialed this year. Nothing. Like yeah, a ghost that town. Suck. And it's like – but I can't get too mad. They were two-man ladder stands, you know, somebody – so I'm hoping the guy's out there with his son or daughter, you mm-hmm. know, or you know, two younger kids or something, you know. Or two older people, like, so I'm not too upset about it. You know, it's just I have the ability just to move on. But it's like, and usually when that happens, that spots it's dead. That's not coming back. Really? You know, yeah. I, 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 that was my next question: Is how much merit do you put into like trying to stay away from other hunters? Because I had, I had a guy tell me actually not too long ago, really good hunter, and he's like, man, if I spent, if I spent more time trying to get away from people, I would just be, yeah. and he kills good deer. You know, but he's like, if I spent so much time trying to get away from people, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't hunt. Yeah. You know, so how, how uh, I use people, you know, the, the trails, you know, where they're going to be. And, mm-hmm. and most, it just pushes the deer around. Like I did a video on it. Like we, we talked about it before, just 50 yards, 60 yards. But sometimes like in season, like the spot, I pulled a camera, you know, right after gun season. And I was literally hunting a, a patch of laurel and I was seeing deer, but not really big deer. Mm-hmm. But the year before, that's where all the deer were. Well, they were literally about 60 yards. Just I was little just, movement. Yeah, just 60 yards. And it's like I had good access. Like I wasn't blowing the deer out, but they were just running the other patch of laurel right over. And it's like it was far enough where I couldn't hear them, mm-hmm. you know. And then it's like they were right there. Like I'm in it, but it's just like I'm literally sitting in the stadium in the parking lot. You know? like, <sighs> like everybody's inside the stadium. I'm sitting out in the parking lot like, cool. All right. <laughs> you know, it's like so like. I need to come November, be more mobile. Like this year, I was kind of really rigid in my all-day sits. I'm gonna get in there, I'm gonna stay all day. Like I should have got down, yeah, and did some loops because, and uh, that's my own fault, you know. Uh, when do you when do you pull the plug? Let's say you're going in, uh, you know, for a morning hunt, and it, you know, it's not showing. Well, it doesn't matter. When do you pull the plug? And you're like, man, I I just got to keep boots on the ground moving. Um, September October, uh, I'm a lot more flexible you know but you like october though yes, right like yes. you're a big october guy yes yeah i i'm more flexible you know i'll i'll, I'll keep drifting around till i find the deer um and november i'm a little more you want to hunt up downwind some dough bag areas some funnels so i try and stick to that mm-hmm. thing and it's like i get a lot of midday movement in the big woods so i hate leaving because i've had we've all had that where you're climbing down and you hear the deer coming you're like yeah <laughs> but Damn it. i've hunted a lot of you know sun up to say two, because you know wife was sick a lot. I was I wasn't feeling the best. The whole month of November, somebody in the family was sick. So right. So I I, I hunted. Yeah, you know, I told Monica I was like I'm either gonna hunt you know ten to dark or daybreak to two. I'll be home like okay. three. I was like, what do you want me to do? She goes, be home at three so I get a break from the kids. Yep. So it's like yep. all right. So I did that and maybe that was I should have threw some more evening hunts in. You know I, I did more morning hunts and it wasn't playing out so i should have made a change probably like Are looking back and some of the camera data I, I had a lot of more evening yeah. activity this year so and I, I made a mistake of not and i was in an area with cameras not checking them like an idiot because oh, i forget really? my keys got i started locking all my cameras up and i was mm-hmm. like no keys well not if you're anything thing. like josh prophet he's got keys <laughs> like 
I'm getting He's a key, key I'm getting ring, a, like. I'm getting a key ring that big now. Like I got <laughs> I got 25 cable locks now. Man. Well, you know, I I kicked myself in the ass this year because I didn't use as many cameras in those soaker spots than I should have. I really like dropped the ball there and honestly it just got to a point where um I don't know, man. It was just like I think it was like a time thing. I was always traveling it seemed like and when I came home it's like it's kid time and family yeah. time. You know what I mean? I don't need to be diving into the woods and and just putting a camera somewhere, yeah. you know? So it, I I, would, I did my first scouting trip uh, a couple days ago and I went for a 2-mile loop and to, and I pulled some cameras as well, but I'm like, man, I'd really like to be flipping through some yep. cards, yep. you know what I mean? And just like monitoring next year, I really got to, I got to spread my net a little farther. Yeah, I, and I just got to make sure like some of the mistakes, like I'm, this is the first year I've had this many cameras out, you know, in, in these certain types of spots yep. that I plan on hunting and not being able to look at them, knowing the place is beat, you know, like those one I spent three days in a row, it was beat. Like mm-hmm. nothing, the camera scrapes, like nothing was happening. And I sat all day for nothing. And it's like if I were to, first day I would have checked it, all right, this place is ghost town. I could have went somewhere else. So I, I spent three days for, you know, it's like the old days. Like we had the technology, why not use it? It was like right. it was like me hunting 20 years ago. Like maybe something's going to come through in this laurel, but there's no movement in there. Like mm-hmm. why are you going to sit there? So that's 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 the that's the the game you play is like too <laughs> i never know when to move i never yeah. know it's like i don't think there is ever a time where you're like i need to pull the plug and i need to keep moving but i want to go back to you, how you talk about how you kind of drift and you float you know you you walk around to try to find that sign and then when you find it you sit it right then you're yeah just, usually you, i'm ready to go yeah so how has that approach changed from from this year and from the past like because now you're full saddle as yeah. well, you know, and... That makes it a little bit easier because uh, I'm carrying less weight and yeah. less bulk. That's another question I got. What's your setup like? Like, what do you... I got a... Weight-wise, and what are you taking? I don't even know what, what it weighs, but it's a Badlands, Super Day, uh, four sticks, I had the camera arm this year, and just some gear, like a Osio jacket, yep. which was kept, like, that stuff kept me pretty warm, so I didn't, I didn't have a lot of layers usually I have like a numerous layers mm-hmm. so actually the jacket was a little too heavy sometimes because i really? put it on and I'm, like, I'm sweating it's like <laughs> kind of missed the layers so it's like it was a few days i'm like man, that sun that sun peaked and it's like whoo this is gonna be a hot one <laughs> that's that's what i was this year too i i went light man my whole setup was like 22 pounds that's with sticks and and it's gonna get lighter yeah. we just found out latitude yeah. just came up with their oh. new sticks we're in day one right here, and they're up for best new product this yeah. year. So don't know. Well, actually, we'll know here in about 15 minutes what yeah. place they get or if they win. But I don't know. I like those sticks. Those sticks are money, dude. Like, like I think they're a I don't pound. Ha- yeah, like 19, a pound? 19 ounces. So there's 16 ounces in a pound, right? Yeah, so one point, I guess, three pounds. And three of them aren't even, like, four inches, I don't even think, yeah, in your they, hand. They, you stack they, them together. Yeah, it's not. they don't even really stack. They're almost like... They were calling them nesting. They literally, yep. it's like the sticks just lay on top of one another. So your profile is only like that big, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. It is. And I don't know. I just can't wait to use them because yeah. I'm like, I went ultra minimalist last year and I'm like, this is even better. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I, I got the, the, the light sticks now and it's like, but they got the cable with the cable waders are a little bit heavier because they got the, the steel cable I like waders. That, I like that aider too. You know, and it's like, so if I can. 
the three-eighths cable there for adds significant weight. Mm-hmm. They're still light sticks, but you add, you know, the, the, the eight are they're not as light as without. Yeah, and they're daisy-chained um, for fasteners, and it's got its own fastening mechanism yeah, on it. I don't even know what they're calling it. Like We're, I'm going to do a podcast with those guys tomorrow. And yeah, it's like a modified boat hitch almost. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, uh, boat cleat. There yep, you go. yep, for but sure. It's, it's pretty good. I, they're going to do well, those sticks. And the price point is yeah. really nice. I think one stick is $89, yeah, and eight, a set of three eight, is going to be... 239 or something. That's price really well yeah <laughs> they're not gonna yeah. they're not gonna keep them on the shelf no no <laughs> it's uh good for them you know they've been working hard on the sticks yeah. and seeing the prototype last year and feeling it and knew they were in the right direction mm-hmm. and then finally for them to get it just right is yeah. going to be uh good for them you know yep. i'm happy for for anybody that works on a product that long no matter what it is you know it, if it comes to fruition their dream comes to life like competitors not competitors like good for them you know somebody's yep. chasing their dreams is pretty rad yep for sure so let's kind of pivot back here um you talked about or we were talking about scouting and public land and everything what are some things from this year now at the end of the year that you're going to switch going into next year that's like oh i gotta do this a little different i gotta tweak this and and the reason why i ask i have a terrible memory so things that i do i write it down and make sure i know like is that something you do I, i do have i used to be a lot better with it uh but i started I used to do a whole journal, scouting journal. Yep. And I actually broke out my old journal. I knocked Did the you? dust off of it. You know, <laughs> I was like, I look back, the last entry was 2017. And I'm like, what? And I was like, and I, and I had five years of like data, like my goals and checked off the goals. Like this year was, I just got lazy. I'm not going to, you know, like not lazy, just it's family, tough, like family and like my daughter, like I would get up before everybody. I'd be home at noon. Why get up? On the weekends, we make pancakes, bake, and, like, yep. to me, that's more important, you know. So uh, I scout midday when it's, like, super hot, and it's, like, mm-hmm. this is awful, <laughs> you know. it's like So it's, like, the, a four-hour scouting mission, I really only cover, like, half the ground because right. it's, like, you're dying, you know. It's, like, yep. it's just too hot. So this yeah. year, I'm going to try and get better to be more disciplined, now, even after work, you know. I get off at 2 o'clock. I can scout after work. Before you know? the kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell them, give me, give me a Wednesday, you know, like. I'll, every Wednesday, I, I'm either going to shoot my bow or be in the woods. I, I need to get back into a better rhythm, better mm-hmm. rhythm. So what do you think you're going to switch going into 23 to improve or make yourself more efficient or whatever? Uh, what I'm do you to change? The early season. Um, like get like more aggressive I or be more prepared? I want to put cameras in places more on field edges so I can check them. You know, we... A lot of beans this year and a lot of corn. I, I don't put cameras on corn because they got deer, don't use them. That's bullcrap. You know, bucks are going walking the edge. So I want to put more well, cameras. you can hunt in September, right? Yeah. yeah you can hunt the so first week of September. So oh, you can. You're yeah. that early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that would benefit you. Yeah. So I, I need to be better at that, you mm-hmm. know, and, and more consistent with it. And my daughter's old enough now, like, she can come with me. And like I said, I'm, I'm not worried about leaving scent on the field edge because farmers do it and stuff like that it's not especially june july yeah in august like i'm fine up until about august i can bring a net with me and we can make a day out of it you know now are you placing those cameras for an early ambush or inventory i just want to see what's out there like i'm i'm at that point where uh, uh, any 80 or 90 inch deer don't 
excite me. It's hard to get motivated. Yep. You know, sure. and I need something that's going to be like, all right, something in there is going to get me. Whether I shoot him or not, because I have no problem. I'll shoot every 120 I see. Don't matter oh, what 100%. state. 100%. Yeah, don't matter what state <laughs> I hunt. I don't I'm care in. how many is on my wall but either. It, but <laughs> if, I, if I know there's a, you know, a 130, 140, 150, it's going to be more motivation to hunt that piece, figure that deer out. It, it gives me a, a target. I think yep. I need a not necessarily a specific deer, but a, a, a targeted area where, all right, there's a potential for a good deer here. Yeah. And I made, I spent a lot of time in the big woods looking for a big deer this year, and I should have bailed early because I didn't cut one big track or a rub where they really? usually are. So I should have went and hunted the beans, you know, or near the beans and got out of the big woods. But Tell me this, hypothetical, let's say you throw a camera or you, you got cameras on field edge. Let's say you pull... You get a picture of a big deer, a shooter buck, let's just call it. What is your next step? It's in September, okay? Are you hunting right there? Or are you casting a wider net? Like, what is your big step or your next step to try to figure out where he's coming from, where he's at, and what you're going to do next? It's just a uh, time frame. You know, if he's coming into it, then I know it's more of an evening setup. So I'll, I'll kick back, you know, because that time of year, you're going to get day, day pictures. Yeah. You know, if I'm getting him at 4 in the afternoon, he's probably better close you know, relatively close. Mm-hmm. If he's coming in at seven, he's going to be a little bit further. So I'm just going to just draw those lines, you know, like big buck will travel, say, 100 yards in 15 minutes or whatever it might be and just kind of go off that. Yep. And then I'm going to try and put the cameras in areas I know where bucks are. Like I, I'll throw a few random cameras out here and there, but I, I need to be more disciplined in the areas I know. So if I do find one, I know where they travel, yep. where the pinch points are, where they like to, you know, mill around a little bit briars so i'm not going to throw too many cameras that are just you know i don't know the area so would you say a lot of your scouting year in and year out is figuring out those you know train features or timber to when you do get that picture you can go back in the rolodex and like okay he's here i know he's going to be using this train feature coming into this yeah so it's more of just like a historical historical And I, I, I've hunted some of these spots for 20 years. Like, I know them really well. So I don't really need much. I, I can scout my way in, but I need to know something there is worth spending time in there. Right. And, and, and blow it out three days, especially early season. I'll hunt every day after work for three days. Just blow out it three days. Like, go in, get aggressive each day. If it don't show up, you know, he's most likely got my scent by then. I'll just go somewhere else. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of people, do. a lot of hunters do wrong is, like, they don't, look at it as the long game they look at it as like they need it now yeah you know what i mean and i do that too it's like what is he doing for me right now that i can jump in right now and that's when you might screw it up yeah you and know and in delaware I had that uh two years ago i was down there and i cut the big track i seen him in the summertime and for three days in a row i just kept pushing further and further mm-hmm. in my buddy's like you're insane i was like i'm gonna see this deer like and sure enough i seen him and like the last day i had him at 40 yards but you know, it was too thick to shoot but i was like super aggressive like i'm gonna go walk till i find tracks sit there and you know it's good without all the the mapping software breadcrumb trail in out so i know exactly where i am i'm not going to go any further next next evening follow the same trail up and just go another 50 60 yards and come out the same way so i'm blowing out all this area Mm -hmm. where i think they might not be yep that's cool that's just some of those things that next level things that and the little things to me where you got to be on top of those things. Those little things where you know that's what can kill those details. Yeah, Yeah, devil in the details. 
Cool, man. Well, I know this wasn't very long, but I appreciate you doing yeah. this. The show is going to be closing here a little bit, and I want to get over and see that them see win wins. that product. Yeah, Best for product, sure. So. <laughs> I hope so. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, man, it. Appreciate it.